one, get to the root. This is very critical. Some hurt that people experience in marriage have underlying issues that must be addressed before healing can take place. Until the root of a tree is dealt with, cutting off the branches or trunk might just be a waste of time. It's the same with marriage. Every tree that has a root will definitely have fruits on it. So, to get to the root, three things I want to share with you briefly. Number one, begin with yourself. 1 Corinthians 11.31 says, For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. So, the first step to healing is to look inwards, not outwards. You must be honest with yourself. Are there areas in your life that you need to work on or changes to make? That negative character, the bad habit, the wrong association, the evil thoughts, the speaking of guile, the ungodly pleasure, and the list goes on. It is very easy, beloved, to point accusing finger when there are challenges, especially in a relationship. Now, if you point one finger accusing someone else, one finger goes to that person. But in the process, minimum three are pointing at you yourself, while one is pointing up to God as a witness between you and the person you are accusing. Wherever you may be right now, you can point one finger out, see how many fingers are pointing at you, and one pointing up to God. Therefore, don't capitalize on pointing accusing finger at your spouse. Look inwards, because three of your fingers are pointing back at you. And remember, God is watching before whom everything lives here. So rather than put all the blame on your spouse, take responsibility and make room for real and lasting changes. If you remove the log in your own eyes, then you will be able to clearly see the speck in your spouse's eye. First cast out the beam out of their own eye, and then shall thou see clearly to cast out the mood out of their brother's eye. That's what the Bible tells us in Matthew 7, 5. What is the log in your eyes? Ask yourself and find out. Where have you missed it? Be sincere. Oftentimes, pride and unwillingness to change, I have come to discover, are usually at the root of many marital problems. You have to let go of that pride. Examine yourself whether ye be in the faith. 2 Corinthians 13.5 tells us. So why don't you examine yourself? Therefore, first, focus on where you have missed it. Then accept responsibility for your action and give room for lasting changes. Your positive change of attitude can turn the atmosphere in your marriage around. Years ago, a man shared a testimony of how he decided to be more helpful at home after he had an encounter 
and one of my ministrations of marriage in the seminar. And through his act of service, his marriage was restored. So, you might need to consciously learn how to do some things. For instance, simply say, I am sorry when you are wrong can go a long way. Complimenting your spouse can do a lot of things. Begin to show appreciation. Begin to speak right words. Be more helpful to your spouse. And as you do so, you will be surprised how the changes you have been long waiting for will become a practical reality. This is not to say in any way that you are the major cause of the challenge in your marriage. No. But that is where it must begin from. It must begin by you examining yourself. Number two, to get to the root, communicate with your spouse. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. Ephesians 4.15 tells us to get to the root, effective communication between husband and wife is inevitable. Listen, communication can be said to be the mother that cements the marital relationship. You need it more than you think. One study found that one of the most common reasons people cited for divorce was not being able to talk to one another. This is very, very sad. Therefore, talk together to find answers rather than blame or hurt your spouse. A wise man once said, if you talk together, you stay together. This is very true. Therefore, learn to respectfully discuss what went wrong and what should be done to strengthen your relationship. However, ensure that no communication between you and your spouse is ever allowed to degenerate into argument because that will never bring solution. The more effectively you communicate, the better and faster your healing will be. My husband once said that poor communication is the reason behind brutality in marriage, including Christian marriages, and this is very true. I pray for you today that brutality will not find access to your marriage. And remember, assumption is the mother of frustration. Don't assume. If you don't know, ask questions. Every effective communication involves question asking. Communication between Adam and Eve was definitely not effective. Hence, the devil took advantage of it. You can read all of that in Genesis chapter 3. So don't allow the devil to take advantage of you in your marriage. Don't speak in parables. Be sincere with each other. Be open. For communication to be effective, you need to communicate or discuss at the right time because there's time for everything. You don't start talking when you know that your spouse is just returning from work tired and hungry. That's not the right time. Also, you need to know the right place. It's not everywhere. For instance, it's not when you have guests around in your home that you start asking questions and wanting to communicate with your husband or your spouse. That wouldn't work. And then, of course, you must 
know how to choose the right words. This is very important. As you communicate, you may be surprised how much healing you get. I pray for you today that healing will be your portion in your heart and marriage. I must learn to locate a trusted marriage counselor. Where no counselor is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. That's what the Bible tells us in Proverbs 11, 14. Counseling, I've come to discover, is a vital tool if you want to get to the root of the heart in your marriage. And of course, what is counseling? It is calling for help and seeking wisdom when you need it. This is not a sign of weakness. No, it's a sign of wisdom and strength, rather. Don't die in silence. When you know the issues confronting your marriage is beyond you, it is wisdom to open up. My husband says a closed mouth is a closed destiny. Your marital destiny shall not be closed in Jesus' name. Seek godly counsel from those with proofs in their marriage. As anointed as Moses was, he sought counsel from Jethro and his counsel gave him ease and progress. You can read that in Exodus chapter 18. If I have seen further than others, it is by standing upon the shoulders of giants, says Isaac Newton. Therefore, open up and ventilate your marriage. Address the situations in prayer as the spiritual controls the physical. Success in marriage entails a daily work, improvement on self, and as you put all this to work, you will discover that joy and excitement shall be restored to your marriage. I pray that this become your testimony in Jesus' name. Is to determine to rebuild your relationship. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 3 4, every house is builded by some man, but he that builds all things is God. When a marriage experiences hurt, there are aspects of the relationship that might be damaged. So you must be intentional about rebuilding the relationship you have with your spouse. Reignite the romance with simple loving choices. Marriage is all about commitment and investing in your partner to see your relationship grow. Spending time communicating helps build friendships. You can revisit what you did together and for each other before those issues arose. Those outings, those little, little gifts, those little, little acts of kindness, and the list goes on. They all matter a lot. It's also very important to rebuild the trust that might have been severed due to the hurt. Work on creating new positive experiences together. Do things that will make you laugh, smile, and reconnect in a positive way. Recently, I watched a video of former President Jimmy and Rosalie Carter when they celebrated their 75th wedding anniversary. 
and they were asked in that interview what is the secret of the success of their partnership in marriage four lessons i learned from it it will benefit you number one they said they consciously and deliberately reconcile everything they needed to do every day before going to bed number two they plan and they try to do as many things as possible together they read the bible together every day and that does a lot of good for them in their marriage and fourthly they kiss good night every day they kiss good morning every day put those four things to work i guarantee you it will benefit your marriage therefore dear listener change every past negative habits especially those responsible for the hurt in your marriage remember in conclusion hurt in marriage might be quite painful but the good news is no matter how deep or painful the wounds may be it can and it will be healed so don't let divorce be your first option it is said that you don't throw away the baby with the bath water it is in healing that you can truly become happier i await your testimony